Joe presents Liquid Football, sponsored by Paddy Power. Hello, welcome to Liquid Football on Joe, together with Paddy Power. It's the show that takes you inside the dressing room and puts you in the boots of the players. I'm Kelly Cates and joining me this week, Wayne Bridge, Luis Garcia and Carlton Cole. And we have to start with Jose Mourinho. It's not all about him. It never is, but it is. <laughs> he got the win. But I mean, we saw sort of shaky signs from, from Tottenham towards the end of their game against West Ham. But all three points, winning start, back to business for Jose. What did you make of it? They haven't won for a while, have they? But, um, 11 months away from home. It doesn't surprise me, to be honest. I think he always comes in and makes an impact. And he, he would have been working hard with them from day one. They've been working hard tactically, making sure they know what they're doing. Has he had enough time to do that? I think so, yeah. He would have been working from the first minute. He would have been saying what I want from each player. He would have said, you know, different scenarios in games. Everyone would have known what to do and how he wants to play. Obviously, they're a bit, I thought they were a bit shaky towards the last 25 minutes. But he got the result. That's what he does. Is it as much to do with changing the player's mindset, just having a, a new face in there? I think with a with a with a manager when when they they arrive straight away there's a, a change in the dressing room. Uh, everybody wants to show things to the new manager. Uh, actually, you can see the difference. Uh, well, we we've seen uh, Lucas Moura just for a while sometimes. Suddenly he found himself uh, straight away in the in the dressing room, and it's it's something totally different uh, for all the players. Now there is not the ones they were playing before with uh, Pochettino. Now everybody can have a chance, and he wants to make sure that everybody is on on their toes and. Well, he shows this way. Look, I've changed one. Uh, Eriksen, they used to mm. play also in the middle. He's not in the involved. So everybody can have a chance. So everybody gives a little bit extra. So, well, the result is over there. And I'm sure that he's going to change the face of this Tottenham. Eriksen Dyer was the, the big call that yes. he made in terms of the team selection. But one of the other issues that he decided to tackle head on was that of Deli Ali. It's now sort of famously said to Deli Ali, are you his brother? Well, if not, then <laughs> play like the real Deli Ali. But is, is that his new Frank Lampard? Is that, you know, given that he went in, he said to Frank Lampard, he told him, you're a world beater. You can go and do this. Is, is that what he's, he's going to do with, with Deli Ali? I think, like, obviously, Deli, we, we know what he's done before and he's a good player as well. But at the same time, um, Daly's still young people still forget that he's a, still a young player and um, you can have bad patches but it's just the way you recover from them and I think uh, Mourinho's the right one to try and get him out of that that phase that he was in and start performing at the highest level like we all know he can I think Delhi wants to learn as well so that's the main thing for me I think as long as he wants to learn and, and improve and learn from a world-class manager He'll he'll be he'll be one of the best in the Premier League again. And it's particularly Jose Mourinho you think is is suited to bringing the best out of of Delhi. Well, yeah, because um, I think Mourinho's like as I said, I keep on saying this. He's a he's a he's a sports psychologist. Really, he knows how to get the best out of his players. Um, I'm not sure if he's a developer. It's a diff- that's a different um, case. But I think he's more of a a psychologist where he knows how to get the best out of a player that's already be- been proven to be a quality player. Do the, the, he does that kind of mind games, you know, trying yeah. to challenge you all the time, trying to bring the best of you. We saw also a uh, footage where he arrived to song and he gives a hug and everything because he knows the way what well, he's been through the last couple of weeks and he wants to bring the best of him. So he always tried to do that. He's uh, very good on that. But you, you know, you're talking about the, the impact that he can make the minute he comes in the door. When he walks in at, at Chelsea, what, is, what does he do then? What, what, does, what does that mean? Because... I think what changes instantly is the intensity of training. You know, for instance, if you played 4v2, you can be pretty relaxed you're on the ball. It's 4v2, it's easy. But he would stop training after two minutes ago. It's not good enough. It's got to move quicker, more energetic. He would, he would just stop it. 
and he would, you know, if you had to bollock someone, he would. And it would just keep you on your toes the whole time. Didn't that be though? Because he's meant to be a, a hard trainer, isn't uh, he? Uh, no, his terms are hard. It's just intensity at that time and little simple things. You know, he would want the simple things done quickly and sharp. There was nothing relaxed about any part of training. And like I said before, like there was an instance of me where if I had the ball, he would run through scenarios with me. So if the winger tucked inside... What does their fullback do? If the fullback does this or the fullback does that, you do this. And he would run through loads of different scenarios with you. And it, it come down to me in the end what decision I would make, but he would run through all, all different scenarios that you knew what you could do. And I suppose he has, an, in, in a way, his reputation has taken a, a bit of a dent. He's still you know, a, a manager who's, who's known as a, a winner. But it's, it's taken a slight knock, Mourinho's reputation, but he goes in. And does he have that charisma that, that people talk about when he's with players? Oh, definitely. Like, even when you just talk to him or in the insane room as him, you can tell his presence is in the room because he's a, a massive character. And um, any player, especially them Tottenham players as well, they're going to be respecting him straight away for what he's done in the game. So they're going to want to... If if the owners put faith in him, say this is our guy now, all of them are going to want to impress him, and you're going to want to impress a world class manager, no matter what their record is. The last club, we all know as footballers that that does happen sometimes. Sometimes it don't work out for you at a certain club, which it didn't, and we could see why it didn't at Man United. But now you can start to see that these boys are going to actually play for him because they've gone out and they've they was winning comfortably three nil against West Ham, but they hung in there as well and they showed that fighting spirit where they might have folded under Pochettino, you know, and probably West Ham might have got in back in the game. But in this game, they they stuck together and they they got the result. Well, what do you think about the, the comment you made at Carlton that he, you're not sure if Mourinho is a developer? Pochettino was very much and is very much a developer of, of talent. Is, is Mourinho in many ways a finisher then? Is he the one who can put that that final step into the into the Tottenham players? I think he's, a, he, he's, a, he's got so much experience, so he can manage all kinds of situations. Uh, I'm sure that in the moment he got a step into the, in the, into the, into the club, if you have a look, n- no one is talking about the players, who he's going to use, who he's going to play, how they are playing. No, it's about Mourinho. So he, he took out a lot of pressure from that team. No one was talking about, oh, he's, they've been losing, they haven't been yeah, winning uh, on, away, on away side. No one is talking about anything about mm. that. It's about Mourinho, what he has done, what he's going to do. So that's a lot of pressure. And yeah. he's done it in, many, in all the teams. Yeah. When the pressure is on the players, he suddenly comes on a press conference and talks about something different, about himself, at, about something that happened during the week, but not about the players. And that's very good sometimes because you don't feel that pressure when you are on the field. I think it's good for sometimes for him. But then you've, we've seen the bad side, it, yeah. bad side for him as well. Like um, obviously at Man United, everything was on him, and he took a lot of pressure off the players. But it, it could work two ways for him, you know what I mean? But for the players, sometimes the players want to share the glory, but they, yeah. d- they don't mind when he's taking the heat. But they, yeah, they don't mind when he's taking yeah, the yeah, heat. Yeah. Obviously, wait. <laughs> like, if my manager is gonna dig me, um, dig me out in in the change rooms, but. Like look after me in the press. I'm all for him. You know what I mean. So it's not it's not a problem sometimes. But obviously he takes the rough with the smooth in the media. Because the buzzword in his opening press conference 
was humble. He kept talking about, you know, this, oh, it was a sense that there was this, <laughs> this new version of yeah. Jose, Jose 2.0 or whatever. Software upgrade. It just felt like that whole kind of, But it just kept reminding me of that first press conference that he had when he came to Chelsea. And he, talk, he, didn't, he actually didn't call himself the special one. He said, I'm a special one. But still, the special one tag kind of took hold for, but for also Jose he's Mourinho. Been, he's been also on, on the media. So he's been on the media side. He, he, he can see what happened when he talks on the media and the, the reaction of yeah. the people. So now I think he can also control that yeah. kind of stuff, knowing what the impact is going to have yeah. now that he's a manager. What he again. says in the press as well and what he says to the players is totally different. Yeah, yeah of course. definitely. It can be totally different. Do you know what, I would, what I'm waiting to see? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting to see a VAR decision, yeah? <laughs> I go guess against it. Then <laughs> 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 we'll see if he's humbled himself down a little bit. Because I'm sure he won't do what, he would be doing what, um, uh, Roy Hodgson done yes, uh, the other day when it didn't go in his favour but he came out at the end of it and said okay. Do you know what okay it was a push from are you yeah. but at the same time I don't know if Meridian yeah. would he'll admit have, that he will have had that in the League Cup wouldn't he they'll have trialled that when, when he was in charge of, of Manchester United I'm thinking they will it probably the, will have been that yeah, but that it wasn't season a but it would not yeah. the way not the way that it's taken taken hold in, yeah. the, in the Premier League but, but the the way that he would say one thing to the players and one thing to the media, is that something that the players would be aware of? You would know when you're, when you're listening to him going out and talking to the press and, and giving his, his interviews to the television, are you thinking either uh, that's not what he said to us or that's not what he's going to come here and tell us? I think he's one of the managers and can't be able to back me. I think he'll have his favourites maybe, like obviously with lamps and stuff like that, but he was always for the team. He would always back the team up. He would always cover for you if he needed to cover you. I think he always had the teams back. He did, didn't he, really? Yeah, always, look, look, he's always had the team. The, the, the team's number one because that's... He has to have the team on his side. That's, like, no word of a doubt. But <laughs> he'll always... Um, well, I've had a different experience myself. Yeah, <laughs> well, him, yeah. I've had ups and downs <laughs> with him as well. So like, it's I, never I plain sailing for actually, me. Yeah, so I know when you know when yeah. he can actually batter you. And um, the press won't know about it but all your teammates do and you've seen it firsthand. But then you don't look at him funny because he won't, that won't leak because that is between you guys. So, is that why then the, the period at Manchester United where it felt he was criticising the players and at times criticising young players for, for how they performed, is that, did that seem alien to you? Did you, did you, look, at them, yeah. did you look at him then and think, that's not the manager that, that I recognise working with? Definitely. Listen, as I said... He's always protecting his players, but sometimes you can't be protected when you're playing shit. Yeah, when, you're play, when you're playing that bad, I playing, guess it's hard. Yeah, you can't. I've really. been battered by him in training where he's on me, on me, on me, and then I've, I've actually turned around and said, What's your fucking problem? <laughs> and like, he never spoke to me after that. Right? I wonder why. But you know, it's, I don't know, it was just on and on because I did go through a hard time with him, and you know, he maybe didn't think I was as good as as good as what I, I thought I was. But I did turn a corner of him at one point and I started playing well. So I've had, I've had mixed things with him and he's always been okay with me. Even afterwards, when yeah. I've retired, I've gone back to the club. He's been perfect yeah. with me. You know, if you ever want a job at the club, you know, come back in and yeah. things like that. Definitely. Um, you know, even when I broke my leg, it was a big... Before that, I was really struggling. But he put his arm around me and said, you're playing really well. I think we had Barcelona in the Champions League the following week. He said, you'll be playing. You carry on the way you're going, you'll be playing. But I broke my leg. 
Um, they didn't you know. talk to you again. <laughs> to be fair, I think a few weeks later we won the cup after, oh, and he okay. called me up straight after us in the changing room. That was for you, and like it brought a tear to my eye that he would do that for the changing <laughs> room straight that. after the game. The players were shouting down the phone. Even the difficult times I did have, did have with him, you know, he was good to me as well. So this kind of narrative, which is the overused word at the moment, but this kind of story of Mourinho's career where he was lovely Jose, charming Jose, you know, sort of the one who would go and arm around the players and nice to everybody Jose and turn into horrible Jose who hated the world. Is that probably not true? It's just that we've seen two different sides of of the same person that have, that have always been there. Uh, at the end of the day, he's only human. It's just really, it's just really bad time. It's just really bad time. He's human though. Really like, you're allowed, to, you're allowed yeah. to have a chip on your shoulder sometimes. Sometimes things are not going your way. You're allowed to show emotions and allowed to crack under pressure because there's a lot of pressure. Man United is a massive, massive club. So whatever happened there, you got there's certain things that's going to happen that is not going to suit him. So he will crack and say certain things that he's not supposed to say. He's only human at the end of the day and um, hopefully he can get back to what he was at Tottenham and um, entertain us again. For now, he is very charming, Jose, at the moment. <laughs> but they're only one game in. However, looking further ahead, the Paddy Power odds on Jose Mourinho to finish in the top four, two to one, to win a trophy, 11 to two, and to sign Zlatan in January is uh, four to one. Will Tottenham spend that much money, do you think? They <laughs> never wages, spend that. it would have to be. Yes. I said I said to get um, Gareth Bell in, but he's on six hundred quid a week, isn't he? Six hundred quid. Six hundred quid. That's what you say down the local. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's on six hundred grand a week. So I don't know if that's going to be possible for um, <laughs> the kitty. I think they've got a good enough squad for him to do well with. Yeah. But the problem you, you have with him, I think, if he doesn't fancy you, he kind of he'll let you know that he doesn't fancy you. What do you Definitely think? No, top, top and four looks, are going to spend looks money. difficult. Now, even though it's November, top four looks looks difficult. Tough, There's a yeah, big gap, tough, yeah. and because of the teams that, that he'd be well expecting the top, to fall the back. Once at the top, they're doing well now. He so. can dig out mm. results, though. He can dig out results. So maybe a trophy, eleven to two. Does that seem, even though the odds are more generous, do you think that's more likely? Yeah, I would say so. I think he might get something. Anything like above sixth place would be like massive for him. I think. A trophy that would be good in his first season. He's, he's coming. What is it? Quarter the way through already. So we'll, we'll see. But I know that he's going to be definitely making a difference in that squad. Definitely. They're, and they've got the players as well. Come on. There will be a buzz around the around the training yeah. ground. Definitely. And it's a st- like, they'll enjoy training. He'll en- he'll enjoy it because it's state of the art training ground as well. So he's going to be buzzing as well. So I think. It's well, he was bring very that- impressed with the um, overnight facilities, wasn't he? Because they stayed late at training. <laughs> oh really? And he was like, yeah, he was talking about the duvets, the pillows, everything. Really? Oh, yeah. I didn't see that. Waxing the lyrical about. But to be honest, it wasn't the headline out of the press conference. <laughs> he did say it was very very comfortable. Um, yeah, so it could be a very interesting time ahead for for Jose Mourinho at Tottenham potentially. It could be successful. Uh, time to tell you about how you could be at our next live show. It's the Liquid Football Christmas Quiz together with Paddy Power. It's at the W12 Studios in White City in London. It's Monday evening, the 2nd of December from 8 o'clock. Two teams will pit their wits against each other to be crowned quiz kings. And as well as showing off their football knowledge, the panels will take on a host of Fun challenges for extra points for their teams. Oh, my God. It's going to be the Krypton factor. There's going to be plenty of chances for the audience to get involved as well. 
You're all going to be there, aren't you? Yes. yes. Yeah. Go to eventbrite.co.uk and the Liquid Football Facebook page for more details. But if you can't make it, then the show will be available to watch on YouTube or to download as a podcast next Tuesday. Uh, Liverpool kept up their incredible record this season, just about late goals with victory at Crystal Palace yet again. Roberto Firmino with the winner, five minutes from time. Are we, are we talking about resilience here or are we talking about a poor performance? What do you think, Luis? Faith. No, I think I think at the moment is 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 it's a great moment for them. Even though the, the yeah we are not enjoying as much as we were enjoying a uh, few weeks back, three, four, five, six <laughs> weeks back. But it is about getting results. At the moment, you cannot um, just think about listen. We have to play beautifully. We want to build up from the back. We want to because teams are aware of uh, the strength of Liverpool. It's not as easy as before. Um, uh, they make very good lines at the back, so it's very difficult for the people up front to 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 create things. So contract like it is, set pieces it is, and try to uh, to continue uh, getting points and try to, as as long as we can. Sorry, as they can, yes, uh, they used to. As <laughs> they can keep the that gap, the better. I mean, the, I know that the, the at the end January February is going to be a very tough t- two months, and they need to 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 keep that. And if it's like this, winning in the last minute. That it is. If you're on a run of results like that, how do you feel as a as a player when you take to the pitch and you know, look, you you know you're not playing badly, but you know that you've you've played badly and managed to get the win before and yeah. and on a few occasions as well. It's about the feeling that that I, that I used to have is try to. I, I there were some pitches and it happens to Crystal Palace, for example, one of one of them. I remember go to Birmingham. There were some uh, on Newcastle tough grounds that they, we used to struggle and we. We knew that we just have to get it out of the way. Let's go there. Let's try to make a good game. Try to make a a consistent game and get the results. Get back and try to uh, at Anfield or, or all the games that we felt uh, more comfortable. Try to get results. Even though at Anfield, some teams they used to come and sit at the back, and it was so frustrating to try to do things and create things and build up things for nothing and. One late goal at the 91st minute, fine, fair enough. Get out of the way and it will be better games. It's the same way. But you can have that, the flip side of that as well, can't you? You can have that kind of feeling, well, we're top of the league, we're eight points clear, we're digging out results, or you can be at the other end of the table where you're thinking, nothing, absolutely nothing is is going our way. And it's not always necessarily the reality of it, but the perception of it and the way you feel on the pitch would would be completely different. I can only compare it to really being at Southampton then when I moved to Chelsea where at Southampton I think you know you want to play well and you want to think positive but it's hard because you feel like nothing's going your way whereas it when I was at Chelsea don't you when you play well and you score you'd score and win easily but there's times as a defender I think right you're going to go to tough stadiums or against tough teams they're going to make it difficult for you but you knew you had people up front that could score a goal. Yeah. So you're more relaxed and you think more positively. And I am a big believer in if you think more positive, more positive things are going to happen. And when you're at the top, it, it just done, happens. Like you said, because you, if you naturally are in a positive frame of mind, then that, that's going to help you. Yeah, but if to turn those kind of negative thoughts into positives, is, what, oh yeah, what is been, it, where do you even start with that oh, process? I'd, I've been in Southampton where it's like, we'll have emergency meetings and it's like, where is it going to come from? You walk out of the meetings and you still don't know better off. It's about the pressure. Matt, I mean, the, pr- <laughs> the pressure that the Liverpool players they go at the moment is not the same one like 
it can be a, a team is trying to get in out of the relegation zone because um, the stress you have on the pressure you have in every single game is when you are not performing the way that you, that you can. Now Liverpool, they know that in any in any moment, like Wayne just said, that they're going to score. They go play. They can create goals from nowhere. So they they, they no go the draw. They are relaxed. There is no panic. When you are fighting for that, is when th- things are going not on your way. And they are red cards that you are were not expecting. When there are chances that you normally will score, and you then you don't do it because you are not on your hundred percent. So I think it, it depends of that kind of situation. It's not because of uh, of. Uh, the, the moment I, believe, I totally believe in the momentum and if it's, if it's not going for you that every mistake that happens in the game is magnified in, yeah, your, in yeah. your head and I feel like if you're down the bottom a change is needed yeah. it's, it's so hard to get out of that yeah, that definitely. rut of just not getting the results <laughs> and the, I think the players have a little bit of fear they don't want to make mistakes it's so hard to get out of how do you do that then? What, what was you, well, what's your personality type well, in that situation? Mate, I got relegated. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I have as well. You I've been as well. It's, well, it's hard because you start looking at the players in the change. You'll yeah. moan about the players in the changing with you. Like yeah. they're not bothered. Yeah. Like, I always felt like I was a player that was bothered. I think yeah. you do look around and go, "Oh, he's not bothered. You, you don't care." It's, it's horrible yeah, place it, to be. It is a horrible place. I remember the that year when we did get relegated, West Ham. Um, how horrible! Like we was actually together as a unit. Like we was, we were good together. Like we didn't start dividing or anything like that. It's just that nothing went our way, like on the pitch basically. And and but then that uh, must get into your head that like if you go on and say there's a I don't know a, a red card that could have maybe been a yellow and yeah. it gets sent off, then you go again or a, a goal goes in and it just crosses the line or it takes a deflection. Or yeah. and you go, again, it, that. That must worm its the way The negativity is always going to be there, like, because that's how you're thinking. You're thinking it's just not going to... It's just not our year. It's not our season. But, the, but, how, but, but like you said, if, you, if you're trying to think positively, what, what's your... What would your approach well, be in, I, in that circumstance to I try just, and change the mindset? For me, I just... I, I was always positive anyway. I'm just a positive person. But that... some Someone that will deal with um, being in a rut might deal with it different to what I would. I'll just stay positive. I'll try and dig myself out. The season when we got relegated, actually, I was top goal scorer and I was doing my, trying to do my bit, but... It was... <laughs> so what you're saying is, not my fault. But, yeah. but, 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 but the defence defense was leaking goals, you know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck off, mate. <laughs> Every time I come on with him, he fucking digs me out. It's like I've had enough. <laughs> but all I'm saying is that I'm not. But, but all I'm saying is that when you're... In that frame of mind as a team, there's only one way you're going down. If you describe us at West Ham when we went down, I I don't think the manager really, Abraham, I think he wasn't the guy to get us out of it, I don't think, as much as I've gotten aware of him in terms of a manager. Well, he wasn't wasn't experienced in that sort of thing anyway. He was just there for... um... For the good times, basically, because when it was good, it was good. When we won, we did win some brilliant games as, underneath him. As so defenders, have... well, we just didn't think our strikers were scoring. Enough, <laughs> you know, like, one every other game. I'm What does a manager need to do then? What kind of manager do you need when you're in that situation? What do you want from him? Oh. Leadership. <laughs> leadership. Yeah, a bit, a bit like, of leadership. Like when he used to get angry, he wasn't really angry, was he? No, he was, was still like, talking. He was angry, but he had a little smirk on his face. Looking <laughs> Not at... a smirk, right, he no? was talking. <laughs> I, I found it really hard there because I, I love West Ham. As a, I think it's a great family club. I think the fans are great. I just found it really hard. It was hard. I always and... thought there was players that maybe just you wanted a bit more from, a bit more fight. 
But I tell you what does help the fans. The fans like West Ham are renowned for having like hard to please fans, and it, when when you're not doing right by the team, you'll know about it. So if you're seen not try, you're not trying hard enough, they'll tell you. And um, some players, just in their body language, it might look like they're not trying, but they are really trying. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But because the fans don't see what we see as players, like they actually do are trying, but they'll just the fans will get on them, and then that will bring their um, morale low, and then that goes through the team. Then it's just you're just trying to drag yourself out of it, really. Just while we're on West Ham, mm. we're maybe going to do this later, but it just. It seems so obvious now then to talk about when you say you're in a situation where things aren't going your way and you're looking around it and you, and you it's easy to blame players who you think aren't trying. What if you're at West Ham now and you have a goalkeeper and you have Roberto in, in goal and it, it, it doesn't look like he's not trying, mm. but it doesn't look like he's good enough. Mm. And, and that's the, but that's a really difficult position to be in for a, for a teammate because you're thinking, well, if, if I thought you weren't trying and you could do better, I, I could dig you out. Mm. But if I think you're trying and there's nothing else left to do, yeah. there's nothing else well, to come from you. In, in football, like, obviously I'm in the youth team over yeah. at West Ham at the moment. So what I do try and tell the kids is at least leave everything on that pitch. And if your best is not good enough, then that's fine with me. Do you know what I mean? But if you've got someone that's but that's trying fine at their youth level. Like that's not trying his hardest. No, 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 I'm not that, saying that. Because, uh. that's, that's fine at youth level. But mm. when Premier yeah. League survival depends on it. Exactly. So this is where the problem is now. So now it's crisis because you're looking to your goalkeeper. We've got Fabianski that is the main guy. He's not around at the moment. Obviously, he's injured. Then you're looking for the backup goalkeeper to come in and do a job. And it's not coming off for him at the moment. Not saying that he's not trying hard enough. It's just not coming off. Sometimes it just doesn't happen for you. And he's probably in a rut as well. He's thinking, every time this ball comes near me, I don't want it near me. The ball is fire. But this is the thing is, nobody wants to... If better, people are happy to criticise him, and that's fair. But nobody is going in hard on him because it doesn't look like he's not... Try that's and that's the sort of difficulty I'm saying is that even from the outside you're looking at that, but from when you're inside if, a team and you're watching somebody and it's just not happening. If for you're going to stick with him, it's hard. I wouldn't know what to do as manager. But how can you yeah. tell when a keeper's not trying? Because they're just standing there anyway. He's not yeah. trying, but how do you deal with? <laughs> it's like how do you deal with it? No, do you, do we, you put someone else in? When you're, you're, is, is, uh, is if it were to point when when the things are not going well, yeah, it's like course. easy. It's yeah. like easy now. It's and obviously the, the keeper is not good enough, or the defender is not good enough, or that one. But I think it's because the whole situation. Because even if the keeper is not good enough, if the team is doing well, okay, we, people is not going to talk about the keeper. Yeah, you can see a one mistake, but you're winning. Yeah, no one is going to talk about it. But a team like West Ham needs a good goalkeeper because yeah, we, you're going to receive a lot. Although we can of, go yeah. forward with the ball, yeah, we have to receive, defend yeah. as well because we don't have that. We're not like a possession team, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? So you, you're going to need a good, solid goalkeeper behind you to have that confidence to go forward. And if you don't have that, then it's, 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 it's a nightmare, really. And that's what's happening right now. Time now for the Paddy Power Challenge, a chance for you to win £250 plus a £250 bet for the charity of your choice. Last week, Steve Sidwell won the busking challenge, the freestyle busking challenge. He put his £250 bet on Liverpool to win at Palace, odds of 5-2 to two on, and he was successful. This week's challenge is get in the box. Very tenuously linked to I'm a Celebrity because righties in and 
Wayne did it once, so that's what we've gone with. And I'm a celebrity-themed challenge. Get in the box. It is our pundits. We'll put their hands in a box. Inside will be a loosely football-related item, and they're going to have to guess what that, what that is. It's whoever does it in the quickest time, and obviously you have to get it right, but if, if more than one of you gets it right, then whoever does it in the quickest time, are you ready? Yes. Yeah, Wayne, as a veteran of I'm a Celebrity, <laughs> you're going to go up first. Let's go. First of all is Wayne with a warm meat pie. Am I allowed to want me to turn around? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling very nervous. Go on then, Wayne, put oh, your hand no! in. Let's see what it is. Oh, I literally don't want to do it. But be careful, put it in really, really slowly. Uh, you want to wind up in ya? <laughs> oh, my... Just be careful. <laughs> You're a stitch out, you are. <laughs> oh! You say you Oh, quick, pull it out, bravo! <laughs> My clothes <laughs> are We just explained to you, you oh! ro- rotated your hand around. Have you got it yet? Got what? Nothing there. Oh! <laughs> There's something there, isn't there? <laughs> there is definitely something in the box. Oh, my God. Just be careful, because you don't know whether it's going to be in the same rough. place next time you touch it. It feels rough. Rough in what way? Oh, no! What, what is that? What is that? <laughs> what is that? Can it bite? I can't give you any more clues, I'm afraid. <coughs> what happens if you squish it? What is that? Well, what does it, it feel warm. like? <laughs> It's not a poo. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be able to smell it if it was. What does it feel like? What what shape is it? It feels like stuff's coming off. If it a bit gritty, is it? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? It's like it's really crusty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get what it can be. What shape is what's in your hand? Circular. Right, so it's circular, it's what, a bit gritty. Is it penalty spot? Penalty spot? <laughs> 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 you must have a penalty spot up and put it there, and that's on that. What's happened? Does what it come, is it? Does it come, <laughs> I haven't got a fucking clue. <laughs> you know, I swear to God, you've been quite close to it. <laughs> it's a pie. How does that took what me so of- fucking long? <laughs> In the box for Luis, Petter checks helmet. <laughs> Some technique that. It's <laughs> <laughs> big. It's big. He's <laughs> right here. Ah, he's not moving. Okay. Ah, he's ah. all right. He looks calm. Ah. <laughs> what does it feel like? It's like a, f- a football ball. Ten times easier than mine. This one. Yeah. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. This is a strap. It's like a strap. It's like a, hel- a helmet for a keeper when you have a oh my God. like a sedge, Peter Sedge. Exactly that. Exactly that. That was quick. That was quick. That was quick. I think you probably beat me there. <laughs> for Carlton, it's Fergie's chewing gum. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want to put my hand in. I, don't, I actually don't want to put my hand in. I was just gonna go. What's that? <laughs> What does it feel like? I don't know what it is. <laughs> is it what is it? De- describe it. Is it is it warm or cold or is it sweet? Where is it? Oh. I think that's unfair. It's just it's small. Like, isn't it? um, plasticine. It's plasticine. Play dog. Because that's a really famously football thing. <laughs> oh, it's a football thing. Yeah. <laughs> I I Me and Carl um, never got the memo, by the way. 
<laughs> chewing gum. Is this, is this oh. someone's used chewing gum? <laughs> Who chewed it? Sam Allardyce is chewing gum. <laughs> even more, even more famous than Sam Allardyce for chewing gum. Can I have a clue? Yeah, well, only that he's a very famous gum chewer. <laughs> gum chewer. Even gum even to more so than Sam Allardyce. <laughs> Why am I still rolling it between my fingers? Like, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the best thing I've ever. Let me tell you, think about it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> a good consistency. I'm getting it. Best manager ever. <laughs> Alex Ferguson. Wow. And just as a little treat for Carlton, we've given him the cameraman's hand. See, this one would freak me out. I'm a bit nervous on, about this one because obviously. You give me some of used chewing gum. Is that alive? Is that alive? Is it alive? Oh. What does it feel like? That that would freak me out. That would freak me out. Are you sure? It's soft. It felt like a sock to begin with. Is that someone's? Is that someone's... Is someone underneath this? <laughs> That's how it's happened. I love how much you loved that at the end. You were just I wish you brought me in for that one. <laughs> I think I could have freaked him right yeah. out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Luis, you are the winner. You're just so calm. For most of it. Most I of try, it anyway. I try, yeah. I try. So you've got your £250 courtesy of Paddy Power. You have a £250 bet. And your bet is going to be? It's going to be Norwich Arsenal, 11-4. to four. To draw? Yes, to draw. I think it's a, it's a, it's a good chance now for, for Arsenal to, to get a point and Norwich is going to be... <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. I think it's a good result. It would be a fair result. This is Liquid Football on Joe together with Paddy Power and Kelly Cates alongside me, Wayne Bridge, Luis Garcia and Carlton Cole. If you like what you see in here, then please leave a nice review on YouTube and iTunes. On the latest House of Rugby, they've been discussing how James Haskell's doing in the jungle on I'm a Celebrity. Just in terms of, of Hask in the jungle, though, um, into the shower last night, first person to get his kit off. Yeah. I mean, he's played... Surprise! He's, he's Surprise. out a routine or a game plan. He's gone for the social media guru and he's got his kit off at the first uh, opportunity. I mean, he's, he's not stupid, is he? He may have been trapped at the bottom of a couple of rucks, but he's, he knows what he's doing out there. <laughs> I reckon anything where he has... To, if they have to put that cage on the head tonight, he's, he's like, that's his perfect. Cover up that. <laughs> yeah. And then just re- he'll be doing it semi-naked uh, underneath just to... Get as many votes. They're going to need a fairly again. big bowl to put over his. That is a ginormous sweep as well. Remember that House of Rugby is available to watch on YouTube or to download from your usual podcast provider. And remember to check out Joe's other shows as well: TKO with Carl Frampton and Pioneers with John Amici. Manchester United drew three all at Sheffield United yesterday. They did come from two goals down to lead three two, but they conceded an, equ- an equaliser late on in that one. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer said afterwards. Well, you know, this team never give up. And this time last year, we could have been three, four, five down. If you're Man United, are you taking the positives from that game? For me, like, a big team like Man United, celebrating after they've equalised, not going to the goal, picking up the ball and trying to get another one, that's not good enough for me. Like, that's Man... We're talking about Man United here. And um, I, I love Ole, but he needs to really come out and say, listen... That wasn't a good enough performance. We should be winning this game um, quite easily with the players I've, what, that we've got. 
and um, the, how big this club is. But if he might come and say, oh, well, that was in the past. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But for me, you've got to be looking at that and thinking, setting the standard and saying, this is the level we are. 3-3 three, three is not good enough. It should be 4-3, 5-3. Three, three. We should be winning this game properly and comfortably. Because this is all happening with the shadow of Mauricio Pochettino, sort of across any manager that's under the, any pressure in the, in the Premier League at the moment, but particularly because there were the really strong links between him and Manchester United last summer, it just feels as though he's, he's on a hiding to nothing at the moment, Solskjaer. I think is it, when we, we were talking before about what you say on a, on a press conference, what you say in the dressing room, and I guess it's not the same message inside, but he, I think he tried to be positive, but the, the message you could send into your the people to your supporters probably is not the the, the best one. I mean, I'm, I'm not no one to say, uh, listen, you should uh, go ahead and talk this way. But it's true that when you are on a top team fighting for all the trophies, uh, the message has to be, we want everything. And if today we haven't won, we need to improve. And I think it should be the, the, the message of a, of a manager who wants to, to get trophies. Uh, they always say that you got... 85 minutes to win uh, to win a game and five not to lose it. Once you've been there with three goals and one ahead, you have to try to keep the safe. And, and well, it didn't happen, so you have to be uh, look inside and say, look, why we didn't get those three points? If you're in the, the Manchester United squad, and like we said, what what Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is saying in the dressing room is is not necessarily and probably unlikely to be what he's yeah. he's saying in publicly. But if you're one of the players and and you've got a manager and, and things aren't going well at the club and you have someone like Pochettino and he's one of a number of high-profile managers who are available at the moment. Lots of speculation about them. Is that having an effect on you, do you think? Are the players talking about that? If the manager looks like he could go, there's possibly... I think players will talk about it and I think the closer it gets to manager possibly leaving... The more we talk about the possibilities, who's coming in, and it's <laughs> and the chances right. that I go and to then, play. Yeah, and it's <laughs> who you'd like, and it's it's because you hear so much about different managers, what training's like, how many days off this one gives, and it's like <laughs> plays an effect how you think. Oh, we want this one, we don't want that one. It it does play an effect, and you'll all be talking like they might hear good stuff about Poch and training's good, and you know if you win, you might get the next day off. And it's like <laughs> it, you do talk yeah, about do. it. And I, yeah. I, I, I've definitely talked That's about pleasure. it. Yeah. When did you talk about it? <laughs> Well, I've been pretty quiet. Had about nine, I think. <laughs> but is it, but when you when you're so then when you're in that situation, you're talking about the new manager coming in. Like you want you want results to improve. Like I mean, I've, like I, anyone does. But you're you talking want, you about want, the details of it, aren't you? I, I don't think we go in too much detail until it actually, like you've. You hear a lot that they're looking and it's happening because. Do you think players I just want know to play more well. than, than people just on the grapevine or players? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind I think of, they do. Are they yeah. more informed? I've heard talk that Everton are already looking. Well, I haven't been given I, no names, but I've heard they're already looking. You do, you definitely hear, and you'll I, know. I, I turned a blind eye to it, like me. Yeah, but you know, you know they're well. looking. You uh, don't necessarily talk about because, yeah, yeah. as me as a player, I want to play well. Because, like for instance, you don't want that manager to get sacked. Yeah. You, know, you be there, you're in favour. You want to yeah, keep trying and trying. Yeah. You don't want him to get sacked, like because it's it's down to the players at the end of the day as well. Why the manager yeah. gets sacked? It's not necessarily just him. You're a team. It's yeah, how, how well you've been performing. No, but it's not about the, the sad, Sunday or Saturday when you play. You go there and you, you perform Oh, yeah, 100%. you perform. Yeah, that's what but I'm saying. You perform. In, in fact, we, we, we cannot forget that there is 25 players or 22 players in the, in the dressing room and only 12, 13 are regularly 
used. Yeah. So yeah, the yeah, other yeah. ones are the one are chatting. Oh, listen, if this one is gonna come, maybe I'll have the chance of playing more. That's why the reaction of Mourinho arriving to the dressing room, the rest of the team get it's in a because fresh it, start yeah, for it's a fresh start for everyone. Exactly, it's hundred yeah. percent, and let's see what he decides. And they'll have been asking teammates who've played under them so if they've been away yes. on the England camp together they'll How be saying it? oh did you what, what did it? you do and yeah <laughs> it's so, like Martin O'Neill he's renowned for just giving three days off a week or something like that wasn't he <laughs> yeah, for no if he's coming everyone's like yes <laughs> <laughs> three, <laughs> three <laughs> days off a week so he's saying he that's why he was always good for so many jobs <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> players talking to people we'd really like him to come yeah. in so, uh, I, I got a, a teammate who used to say uh, used to say when it was a moment of he's coming in and coming out it was a, a name of the of the manager who was coming to the team and he was saying they told me that we are going to run a lot he was more scared of running <laughs> running, days, yeah, running, yeah, days that, running is the worst <laughs> running days that they, if we were going to play or play well or, or whatever but the, but this idea that they, they there are managers out there there are big name managers who are under, oh, there are big clubs with managers who are, are struggling at the moment Arsenal another one that happening Everton as, as you mentioned that there, there could be a vacancy there. I mean, there could be a vacancy at any of these clubs by the time this podcast goes out. <laughs> but but there are big names. It's not just Pochettino out there. And obviously, like lots of Allegri's out there yeah. as well. There are, there are lots of big name managers who are available, and there are places where the manager has a shaky position. I mean, you wouldn't want to be repainting his office at this stage of the, of no. the season, for example. It just the the atmosphere that, that must create in the club. Yeah, it's, it's, it's unnerving, isn't it? As a as a manager, you you just don't know what's going to happen. You could be sat the next day. As a as a player, you don't know what's going to happen either. So you're a bit weary about. You don't want to you don't want to be doing um. You don't want to be doing too poorly for your gaffer because you want to still give a good name leave a good name in his mouth, you know what I mean? Because he's going to go and say, oh, that geezer there, he was, he wasn't playing for me. He, so you get the vibes, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, as much as you talk so about you managers, you've got him. to remember they're talking about yeah, you. Yeah, they're still talking about you as, as, as a player. So you've got to really try and um, do the best you can for whoever you're playing for and not concentrate on who's coming in for me. So that's why I just focused on myself and... Yeah, the boys would t- hear, tell you, like, Bridgie will be, because he's got one. What? <laughs> Bridgie's got one ear to the, the streets, you know what I mean? He's got one ear to the streets. So he'll be like, Colin, have you heard? Have you heard? The gaffer's just getting the tic-tac, mate. He knows something's going on at West Ham. I want to know what Paddy Power odds are three managers to get sacked for January. Oh, well, 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 I don't know nothing that's going on at West Ham, but all, I, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is, like, you just, as a player, you just want to do your utmost best for your gaffer at that time. And if it doesn't come off, you wish the gaffer the best of luck, all the best, and keep going, yeah. and keep going, and then hopefully he buys you to go to the next club if you've done well for him. You know what I mean? <laughs> On a big money transfer, you know what I mean? But he probably wouldn't. I like the idea that, that you're the kind of player who just ignored it all, and you're like, "What? What's happening?" Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a nosy Parker. He's a nosy Parker. That's what he is. He, was, he oh, wasn't the way he's coming after me every week. But listen, we will be going away and saying nice things about all of you after this week's show. Uh, that's it for this episode of Liquid Football on Joe, together with Paddy Power. Thank you very much to Wayne Bridge, to Luis Garcia and to Carlton Cole. Next Monday, it's the Liquid Football Christmas Quiz at the W12 Studios in White City in London. You're invited. 
Go to eventbrite.co.uk or the Liquid Football Facebook page for more details. If you can't make the show, then you can, of course, download the podcast or watch it on YouTube from next Tuesday. And then leave us a nice iTunes review if you, can, if you like what you hear. Um, check out our other shows as well, House of Rugby with James Haskell, or in the absence of James Haskell, is in the jungle at the moment. TKO with Carl Frampton, Pioneers with John Amici. For now, though, from all of us, thanks for listening. You've been listening to Liquid Football on Joe, sponsored by Paddy Power.